Welcome back to another episode of the podcast that the New York Times would describe as one of the most important podcasts in your podcast feed if they had any clue that we existed. It's Q-Tips from the Video Store Junkies. Every single week, we are recommending you movies and TV shows to watch on your favorite streaming services so you don't have to make the decisions. We'll take that out of your hands. And uh, you know what? That also applies to other things. We will also start planning your uh, dinners and vacations, etc., uh, that's part of our Patreon plan. You go to patreon.com slash video store junkies, and we'll basically run your life for you. But let's, let's start with some streaming recommendations. And we have a very special guest today, uh, Bill. We also have Paul and Renee. So let's, Bill, why don't you start us off? What should people be watching for this weekend, which I believe is the weekend of August 27th, 2021? Um, okay. So here's, here's a sequel. M- most sequels are not better than the original. That, that's almost always the case. Uh, and this one is also not better than the original, but it is one of the craziest sequels ever to be ever, ever to be thought of. I, I just love what they do in this movie. Um, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. This, uh, that Planet of the Apes made a bucket load of money, and they immediately started getting a sequel. They had a few problems, one of which was Charlton Heston did not want to make it, and he's the star of Planet of the Apes. So they decided to kind of write him, put him in the beginnings, do the ending all over again, and then quickly write him out and replace him with a lookalike, James Franciscus, <laughs> and then have him show up again at the end. And uh, the other thing Charlton Heston insisted on was, he, one, didn't want to be in it for very long, like they could only use it for three days, and he wanted there to be no more sequels. And... Um, they, their solution to this, and uh, this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, but I mean, this movie's a thousand years old, so come on. Uh, they literally destroy the Earth. This movie is so 70s, it's not funny. Ni- 1970s movies love bleak endings, and there's not much anything bleaker than Charlton Heston all shot up, deciding to leap it all and just sets off a nuclear bomb that destroys the entire Earth, which we're told at the end that the Earth is now dead. There will be no more sequels. This is it. Hope you enjoyed the two-film series, Planet of the Apes. A year later, Escape from the Planet of the Apes came out, and we were off and running. So like like everything, anytime they've said the final chapter, dot, 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 it's just pretty much the mid-season there. But this is a fun movie. It throws everything against the wall. It's got apes. It's got um, mutants hideously scarred mutants who worship a nuclear bomb, which is pretty funny. Um, they're telekinetic, because why not? It's got a guy playing Ursus, who's who's this great guerrilla general that uh, steals the show. And I don't know why everyone doesn't cosplay him at Dragon Con, except that he'd be in an ape costume in August. So, yeah, that kind of answers itself. But this is a real fun movie. Good one-two punch. Tell you the truth, the third one's pretty good, too. Actually, to tell you the truth, the fourth one's pretty good, too. It's only at the fifth movie that they really went down. But they cut the budget for every film. I don't understand that, really. And then they were like, oh, they're not making as much money. Well, you cut the budget. They look cheaper and cheaper. But fun stuff. If you like Planet of the Apes, you'll probably love Beneath the Planet of the Apes. And I throw this to uh, Paul this time. Oh, wow. Okay, thanks. Um, Well, I'm doing a sequel, too, but it's really not a sequel. (laughs) <laughs> a few weeks ago, uh, Renee uh, recommended Shock, which was also known as Beyond the Door 2, having Yay. nothing to do with Beyond the Door 1. So I'm recommending Beyond the Door 3, 
which has nothing to do with Beyond Door 1 or 2. It's also known as Death Train or a Muck Train, though apparently a Muck Train has the gore cut out of it. Um, it's currently streaming on Shudder, AMC Plus, and Spectrum On Demand. It's from 1989, and it's it's really more of a uh, what what's known as folk horror. Um, so mm -hmm. t stop me if you heard this. You've got a group of you know, college students who are going off to Eastern Europe to witness a rite that's only happens every hundred years. Oh, what's mm -hmm. going to happen? Well, generally, it doesn't end up with them on a runaway train because that's what happens in this one. This movie goes, wait for it, off the rails. Um, and it actually I does. It, <laughs> it's, it's actually really good. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely of the late 80s. But um, it even has Bo Svensson as a, the Eastern European professor. It was filmed in Yugoslavia, well, what was known as Yugoslavia at the time. And it's funny because there's some scenes that take place in the train control room where they're strictly speaking in Serbian and there's no translations. And at first you're like, well, I, I get what's going on because they're just talking about the runaway train. But they keep cutting back to it. So you're like, I'm not really sure what's going on there. Um, but they do different things with it. I have to say it's it's pretty fun. And some of the gore is like really good especially for the time it was some neat some some inventive kills let me tell you so again that's beyond the door three which is how it's listed on shutter or also known as a muck train or death train though the shutter version is the one with all the gore in it so um and uh, i will pass this on to uh renee all right i have my notes somewhere all right <laughs> i <laughs> <laughs> I have got a movie for you, uh, and you can, I think you can typically uh, count on me out of the bunch to recommend something a little bit more recent. Um, so my uh, recommendation is from 2021, and it is Jacob's Wife. Uh, it was directed by Travis Stevens, incidentally, the producer of Big Ass Spider. Um, yeah, so Barbara's Wife stars... Uh, did I say Barbara's wife? <laughs> Jacob's <laughs> wife stars Barbara Crampton and Larry Fessenden. Um, and they were just both really outstanding in this movie. Um, I think Barbara is a very underrated uh, actress and Larry also. Uh, I just really enjoyed both of them in this. Um, so Barbara plays uh, the wife of a minister, you know, kind of that whole small town vibe happening and you know she just kind of lost her sense of self over the years and she has an encounter one night and it just changes everything and uh i'm just gonna leave it at that not give you too much more um but it's a fun movie i enjoyed it it's quite a ride and uh it can be a little on the gory side so prepare yourself for that um but yeah I enjoyed it. And it's on Shudder, AMC Plus, DirecTV, and Spectrum On Demand. And again, that is Jacob's wife, and that is Jacob with a K. And I will pass this to Zach. Well, two things. Well, I guess three things. First of all, it finally happened that one of us stole uh, someone else's recommendation. Um, Bill, you actually failed to mention the, the service that Beneath the Planet of the Apes is on. Uh, and that would be H HBO Max. HBO. And, and I know that because Beneath I was actually... What? You were going to do Beneath the Planet of the Apes? Uh, well, no. I was actually going to recommend the entire series because they are all uh, on HBO Max. I've always been, uh, when it comes to the sequels, I've always been more of a, a conquest of the Planet of the Apes man myself. But um, Underrated. Underrated. Un yeah. yeah. I mean, and actually, like you said, they're all good. Like, even Escape from the Planet of the Apes, which is 
really i mean it is ridiculous and it it's like i mean in a very i mean they're all kind of ridiculous in a like 70s way uh but escape should just be a complete train wreck of a movie and it's actually kind of fun so yeah yeah um anyways so i've i've had to come up i've had to come up with an emergency uh substitution and i think i'm going to go with a movie that i don't actually know if i even liked at all but it was, I don't know, it was so stupid and so weird that it was actually kind of fun. It was one of those movies where I started watching it as background noise. And by about halfway through the movie, I was sitting down in rapt attention trying to, you know, see what would happen next. So uh, the movie in question is Willy's Wonderland. And if you play video games at all, or if you know anything about video games, you'll probably recognize this as a movie that came out, I think it was last year. And you probably didn't actually see it, but you probably saw the trailers because it's a really, really shameless ripoff of Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. But if you're not familiar with that video game, that uh, the, the premise is that there is kind of a closed down like Chuck E. Cheese style establishment where at night the animatronic band members come to life and murder people. And in this case, they are trying to murder a man who has been hired to kind of clean the place up. And this man is played by Nicolas Cage. Now, I'm not going to say anything else because there's actually there were some creative decisions here, especially when it comes to Nicolas Cage that I actually didn't expect. I would actually recommend not reading anything. Just sit down, watch it, and you'll figure out pretty quickly what I'm talking about. But like I said, I expected it to be pretty stupid and it is pretty stupid, but it was surprisingly fun. It basically features Nicolas Cage beating the shit out of a bunch of homicidal animatronic uh, figures. So yeah, the, the movie is Willie's Wonderland. It's playing on Hulu right now. And uh, hopefully you won't steal my second pick bill. So, but I'll, I'll still wow. pass it back over to you. <laughs> oh, back to me. Okay, yeah. uh, I guess we have gone full circle. Well, yeah. I hope this one hasn't already been done, actually. Um, my second one is Witchfinder General. Good, I'm not hearing anything, so that sounds good. Uh, Witchfinder General, which is on Shutter, is, uh, so I guess, if anything could possibly be bleaker than Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Witchfinder General would be it. This is uh, Michael Reeves who was one of uh, horror films' great mysteries. He, he did three films. He was getting better and better with each one, and then he died from an accidental overdose, which is a damn shame because he, he had just mad skills. This, this film is uh, set in, I don't know, back in the days when they were hunting for witches and everything. Vincent Price delivers an amazing performance. He and Reeves did not get along at all when they were making this movie. Reeves wanted Donald Pleasance and uh, they forced Vincent Price on him. He made no secret of the fact that he wanted someone else. Price thought he was just a young, snot-nosed pup. They hate each other, and the result is probably Vincent Price's best performance. It's not at all hammy. It's cold-blooded. He's perfect in the role. He's better than Donald Pleasant's movie. Fantastic. But boy, this movie's bleak. If you like happy endings, you're not going to like this one. And it was it was just considered so over the top at the time, 1967. He's, this guy is just a complete amoral witch finder, and there are no witches to find, so he just finds people to blame as witches. He's rapist, a con man, criminal, just murdering people left and right. And he falls, uh, he becomes the nemesis of Ian Ogilvy, who I got to interview at a convention. I asked him a lot about this film because he's really good in it. 
and he's a good person with a a good woman and you know bad things are going to happen to them and it does and it just sort of breaks your heart but this is an uncompromising great horror movie it's often mentioned in the folk horror genre though probably i don't know folk horror is such a general term there is no actual monsters in this other than of course humans uh, but it does, you know, they are playing around with the different tropes and the idea of witches. So, you know, whatever. It's great. Uh, definitely worth your while. But not a fun pick-me-up. Not a good first date movie. Um, not something to watch with the kids. Yes, Witchfinder General. Great stuff. And I throw back to Paul. Why, thank you, Bill. Well, uh, I took you Beyond the Door 3. And Renee took you to Beyond the Door too. So guess what my first pick, my next pick is? Yep, Beyond the Door. Now you thought I was going to say Beyond the Door four, didn't you? Beyond yeah. the Door. I don't know if they did that one. Uh, this is 1974. It's currently playing on AMC Plus, Tubi, Directv, Shutter, Bling Flicks, Arrow Player, and Plex. So uh, this is uh, no bones about it, a shameless uh, Exorcist ripoff. So much so that they actually got sued up the wazoo for it and had to settle out of court. But in, in really, the story is different. You have uh, Juliet Mills, fresh off of playing the nanny from The Nanny and the Professor, and I like to think hey, of this actually Phoebe as a, Yeah, and I think of this as a sequel, actually, that she actually still is Phoebe Filigley, because mm-hmm. she's kind of magical in this. She's a, yeah. a, a mother of two, and she's pregnant. And then, well, let's just say um, exorcist-y type things kind of happen. Mm-hmm. Um, her husband's concerned. And then all of a sudden, the mysterious Dimitri, played by the great Richard Johnson, comes in and is like, oh, no, no, we need to you know, protect her and do this. And, and all sorts of exorcist-y things happen, including her head spinning around and vomit spewing. Um, again, it, it is a shameless exorcist ripoff, but it's actually probably one of the best of the shameless exorcist ripoffs. Plain and simple. Um, Bill and Zach, I don't remember, were you with us when we ran into Richard Johnson at uh, um, Horrifying a few years back? A few years back at uh, in Gettysburg. Um, it was funny. We The, the elevator opened. Yes. And Richard Johnson's staying there. And he goes, do you know who I am? And we didn't recognize him first. No. He goes, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was a perfect gentleman. We got on the there. elevator with him. Later, I was getting his autograph and instead of asking him about being in this or being in the haunting or being mm-hmm. in you know being in zombie all these great movies like a dumbass i ask him so i i heard that you were the first choice to be uh james bond and you turned it down uh, oh, why would you do because i'm an idiot Holy. he was a perfect gentleman he really was he he uh, died a few years ago um yeah he did but yeah. but he was he was a perfect gentleman so anyway yeah you've got juliet mills who really does normally plays you know sweet very nice characters and here she is a possessed uh, pregnant woman and richard <laughs> johnson so anyway um so speaking of possessions i will pass it off to renee oh yeah um <laughs> But so I forgot to mention that my theme for this week is uh, Barbara. It's an ode to Barbara because, uh, you know, just seeing her in that movie, Jacob's wife the other day, she's still super hot and she can still play a super sexy Mm -hmm. lady. Mm -hmm. And so I decided that she needed a shout out. So my next pick is from 1986. And yes, you're right. It's Chopping Mall. Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, this movie is directed by uh, Jim Wynorski. Uh, he was the voice of the Killbots. Yep. Um, and he has 
quite an interesting uh, body of work if you would like to check that out. Don't don't do it, Carol. Um, it has uh, just a variety of people in this movie, some familiar faces. Um, and uh, it's basically a group of teenagers being terrorized by these robot security droids. And you know I love teenagers being terrorized. So... Uh, yeah, these kids are like staying after the mall closes because they're very naughty and they want to have a party because that's what everyone did. We partied at the mall in the 80s because there was nothing else to do. So, yeah, it uh, it's available on Shudder, Tubi, Pluto, Shout TV, AMC Plus, just a handful of other places. And uh, yeah, you should check it out and uh, watch some teenagers get slaughtered. All right. So I'm going to pass it over to Zach. You know, I'm actually really surprised. We've been doing these for like months and months. I'm really surprised no one has actually recommended Chopping Mall yet. So it's good. Well, it's a go. good movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so my second recommendation, you know, I've been recommending some TV shows recently. And I know maybe some people have been listening and they've been saying, oh, why, why are you recommending a TV show from 1990 that everyone's oh, seen? So apparently our listeners are, are elderly people. Uh, uh, yes, elderly people are nerds. I don't know what yeah. it, what that voice was, but you know, take it either <laughs> way. Um, but yeah, so for anyone complaining about that, I, I do have another TV show to recommend, but this is a fresh and new TV show that is airing right now, so you probably haven't seen it. So the, uh, the name of the show is Reservation Dogs. It is currently playing on Hulu. It's, it's a comedy about a group of Native American teenagers living in Oklahoma. And basically, they are trying to get out of Oklahoma. They are trying to get to California. And to do so, they are kind of committing a bunch of crimes to try to make money to get out of where they are. Like I said, it's really hilarious. I mean, obviously, this is... Uh, a group that is a group of uh, a group of people that is like horribly horribly underrepresented in television and films and i didn't know what to expect i just saw it on hulu and i had like 30 minutes to kill and it's a 30 minute show so i decided to check it out and i was expecting to watch one episode there were only three on there i think they're going to be like eight in the first season uh, but suffice it to say i sat down and watched one episode and i ended up watching all three back to back to back because i could not stop watching it it's so funny and it's got like the kids, I mean, I'm always amazed when you have kids that are like good actors because obviously, you know, acting is hard. And they cast a group of kids that I, I guess they're probably like, well, first of all, they actually cast kids as kids or they, they, they cast people like young people. It's not like a bunch of 30 year olds playing kids, which I appreciate. But they also found a bunch of young people who are really good actors. Um, it's also got a really, really great supporting cast. It's got uh, Zon McLernan, who has been in a lot of stuff. He was in uh, the second season of Fargo, which I absolutely love. But I love the fact that in this show, he plays like the, I guess, the police chief or uh, police officer. And he's really, really funny. In Fargo, he was an incredibly threatening and sinister character. So it gave me a lot of appreciation for what a good actor he is. And it's also got a couple of other like bit parts. It's one of those shows just it just has so many like secondary and tertiary characters that kind of show up occasionally, but they're all really good. They're all really funny. They're all really well cast. Uh, I will. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything. There's an actor I had never even heard of him. His name is Dallas Goldtooth, but uh, he shows up as a well. He's I believe he's credited as Spirit, but he shows up basically 
in uh, some visions this, this one kid has, and he's just phenomenally funny. So, anyways, I'm not going to say any more. Go watch it again. It's Reservation Dogs. It's on Hulu right now. Uh, like I said, I think it's it's currently airing new episodes, so you can go catch up, and you can uh, have the uh, the rare experience or the you know the the old fashioned experience of waiting each week for a new episode because this is actually one show that I am going to try to watch every week because it's that good. So that is my final recommendation. And I think that's everything. Does anyone have anything else they, they want to, they want to shoehorn in here before we, we head out? No, but I guess um, what we do in the shadows will be starting up pretty soon. Oh boy. It yeah. will be. Well, I don't, I don't think anyone's actually recommended that one. So maybe well, I'll, I'll steal you know, it. I'll movies... go first. Next the movie's week. not playing, uh, I think, on any streaming thing. Oh, really? I don't know if they. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder if they buried it because it's it doesn't exactly align with the TV show or something. But uh, huh. they're both. They're fan, the, the the movie was just a revelation. Oh, let's wait till another week. Yeah, I, I should actually mention if you like uh, what we do in the shadows or any of how do you pronounce his name? Uh, Taika Waititi. Sure. Okay, yeah, sorry. If I, I, next I time I'm talking yeah. to him, I'll, I'll, I'll ask exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. I, get, I never know how to pronounce his name. Uh, he is actually one of the co-creators of Reservation Dogs. So uh, if you uh, like his, his oh, style cool. of comedy, yeah, this is, this is something else that you should check out. So, um, well, I think that does it then. Does anyone have a song that they would like to uh, send us out on? Well, I'm, I'm surprised you asked. Uh, yes, why? I just happen to have you're one. You're going to do Nanny and the Professor, right? You, you got it. Uh-huh. Soft and sweet, wise and wonderful, ooh, that mystical, magical nanny. Since the day that nanny came to stay with us, fantastic things keep happening. Is there really magic in the thing she does, or is love the only magic thing that, that nanny, nanny brings? <laughs> you know our <laughs> nanny showed us. You can you make, can make the, impossible the impossible happen. And as always, here's a recap of all of our picks for the weekend of August 27th, 2021. Renee suggested Jacob's Wife, and that's Jacob with a K, which is currently on Shudder, AMC+, DirecTV, and Spectrum On Demand. And Chopping Mall, which is currently available on Shudder, Tubi, Pluto TV, Shout TV, AMC Plus, and probably some other places. Bill recommended Beneath the Planet of the Apes, which is currently playing on HBO Max along with all of the other original Planet of the Apes movies, and it's also on DirecTV and Spectrum On Demand, and Witchfinder General, which is currently available on Shudder and Spectrum On Demand. Paul recommended Beyond the Door 3, or A Muck Train, which is currently available on Shudder, AMC Plus, and Spectrum On Demand, and Beyond the Door, which is currently playing on Shudder, AMC Plus, Tubi, DirecTV, Flix, The Arrow Player, and Plex. And I recommended Willy's Wonderland, or did I? I don't know. It's currently playing on Hulu either way, and I definitely recommended Reservation Dogs, which is also currently playing on Hulu. 